Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the greatest, most bestest, booziest, and banteriest podcast done by two guys in the heart of the middle of America. In conventional fashion, we had planned to end the year and Season 1 with bubbles. Instead, we start the next season and the new year looking forward, full of tiny bubbles and epic amounts of glorious bullshit. Welcome to yeah, Boozy yeah. Banter. <laughs> Bienvenue à Boozy Banter. <laughs> Welcome to Boozy Banter, brought to you by Wine Styles, where Brian, Matt, and a cast of characters start out chatting about all things booze and end up in places and conversations completely unexpected. Settle in. Even their rabbit holes have tangents. Oh, the sound of a new year dawning. <laughs> the sound of bubbles opening. Yeah, <laughs> the classic sound. Yeah, uh, or not. Yeah, I believe uh, Napoleon wrote about that. Hi, Matt. Oh, hi, Brian. We're drinking canned bubbles to start off with. Absolutely. Some mm. Oregon stuff. Yeah. You know. I'm just going to hand you the can. Yeah, we're going to... like touching the cans. So... <laughs> Welcome to the yeah. new uh, new year, my friend. Bubbles in a can. Bubbles that feels can. like a dirty movie. <laughs> Bubble. Only if the actress's name was Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> Season two starting off. Yeah, starting yeah. off gloriously, yeah. right? Well, welcome to uh, oh, wow. 2021, my friend. Yeah, we're a little punchy before we even started this. Oh, so yeah, good. this is going to be an interesting podcast, I'm pretty sure. But mm. at least we have tiny bubbles in, in, the, in, the, in the wine. Makes me happy. Makes and if me I sing more, fine. we have to pay royalties. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> well, welcome, buddy. Hello. We made it through season one. Yes, and through last season. Uh, and and through last year. Yeah. For those of you out there that uh, have ever worked retail, if you've ever, you know, been trying to make numbers and still get irrationally angry that someone's waiting at the door to come in and give you money and you know, having the temerity to ask you to do your job, you understand what we go through. <laughs> Why are you standing outside wanting to come inside yeah, yeah. my shop yeah, and don't buy things? Pull on the door. <laughs> <laughs> We're closed for another three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to wait out there in the cold. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm just going to go to their job and stand next to them and tap them on the shoulder before they even take their coat off. Oh, so we uh, we were going to do this at the end of last year. We were. And, uh, well, last year meaning last week. Yes. <laughs> That's what I think about it, right? Oh, in the before time. In the before time, back in the, in the afterlife. In the long, long ago. And it got away from us as, as uh, things happen. So we're mm -hmm. going to flash forward a week, and we're going to, yep. instead of ending the year with bubbles, we're going to start the year with flash bubbles. Flash the cans. So. Absolutely. Flash the cans so, in yeah, the window. This is probably... <laughs> Make sure my against the window. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, canned Oregon. Uh, it's the Stoller family. And wow, it's been a long day, and I had a lot of booze in my mouth. That was sounded like I had Washington George Washington's wooden teeth there. It's like this is from the Stoller family. <laughs> so this is canned Oregon, huh? Whistle canned when Oregon. You, whistle yeah. when you work. Yeah, I mean it's basically Stoller family fruit and. And these are easily, you know, in the top level of all of the canned wines I've tried. Um, I've tried a few and then brought them into the shop, and some of them I've tried were just awful. But uh, it just felt like the skunk wine that they were just throwing in cans, but yeah. not these. I mean, yep. these canned Oregon wines are killer. 
A little Pinot, mm -hmm. a little Pinot Gris, a little mm -hmm. Pink Rosé, a little Rosé Bubbles, and then we're drinking the White Bubbles. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, does it say what it is? It doesn't say what it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's Chardonnay. Is it Chard? Chardonnay and Chenin Blanc, maybe? I'm not sure. It's pretty tasty, yeah. though. Yeah, and, you know, the hardest thing about, you know, drinking canned wine is just getting conceptually your head wrapped around the notion that you're going to pop open that can and you're going to drink wine. You know, too often, you know, I'm expecting something else from it. And, you know, you're thinking maltiness, you're thinking hoppiness, or, you know, maybe a fruit drink, but uh, yeah, it's just getting your head wrapped around it. Like drinking wine out of a keg or out of a bag or a box or a boot or a boda or, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, out of hands. Out of a shoe. Yeah. A wine yeah. fountain. I've, yeah. I've had one of those before. Wine fountain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you were to pour this blind, um, not if you're blind pouring it, but yeah. if you were to pour this blind, yeah. I think that uh, it probably... You wouldn't know the difference, there's right? Actually, I mean, it, it's not bready per se, but there's actually something in there that's kind of biscuity. Oh, yeah, let me. Oh, I can't reach your cans. There we go. Um, so we've gone from the other jokes to the other jokes, then, yeah. haven't we? No. Now tonight's all about can jokes. Yeah. It's a new season. We have, a, have, have <laughs> new, something else we, we fixate on. Theme. We have a new theme: <laughs> cans. <laughs> No, but this this is uh, this is nice. What method would you say this is? Canned method? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing somewhere along the line of Charmat. <laughs> yeah, it's probably tank, right? Yeah, kind of like prosecco, and then they push the um, or pressurize it. Would be my guess. I almost said push it into the can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we start over? Yeah. I think is that, I is, think that is that okay? Do we just? Yeah. My my notes are not useful anymore after that. <laughs> so what else are we gonna drink tonight? What are we doing? Uh, we're, we're not just, doing any champagne, right? We'll, we'll uh, no, we for, aren't. We'll yeah, save we're that for another. Yeah, uh, we're episode. staying in France, but yep. uh, we're just drinking bubbles from other parts of France. Mm. Which is nice because, you know, sometimes you just don't want to splurge for champagne all the time. And you can get phenomenal bubbles for, you know, budget prices just because it doesn't say champagne. Yeah. So, so this little guy we're drinking is basically a 12-ounce can. Um, so two glasses of wine, mm -hmm. 650. Half a bottle. Yeah, half a bottle. Yeah. You know, if you want to just come home from work and... Pop open a can yeah. of bubbles. Yeah. You just can't, still can't get over that. I, I do that. But, yep. I take and these home yep. a lot. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. I, the thing about a can, especially a you know regular 12-ounce can of wine, people just don't think that that's not to have a bottle. Yeah. And was it a year ago maybe? I had these ladies in the store, probably in their 60s, and they were heading to a matinee together. And I had a couple of cans of wine on sale. And I go, we're just going to, hey, let's get some of these. And they each bought three. And then I heard the one remark, oh, yeah, this would be great for going into the movie theater. And they're tossing them in their purses. And I was like, They oh. each had three? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold so on, So they ladies. each had a bottle and a half. Yeah. <laughs> ladies, we uh, we need to talk for a second about volume. I said, because if you hammer down or all three of these. perception of volume. <laughs> you are going to find this to be the most humorous movie in the world. <laughs> and it was a, it was it was a Schindler's <laughs> List. No. <laughs> I was going to say it was some type of a yeah, horror movie that yeah, you're going was, laughing. People are going to be a little suspicious when you're laughing through a horror movie or yeah. Schindler's List. Well, yeah. Actually, I had a friend of mine that did that. That's why it popped into my mind because <laughs> apparently he was at, there and it wasn't anything to do with the the screen, thankfully. Uh, but somebody said something and he just 
bursted out laughing loud right at the time when someone was getting killed. Oh, that's and he's a, funny. Like everybody in the theater, he said, just kind of <laughs> look at him. Shrunk down into, yeah. into the uh, chair. Yeah, and that would have been, you know, before the time of camera phones, or I'm pretty sure that people would have been snapping his photo and comparing yeah. it to yeah. wanted lists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're going to move on to something else. It looks like yeah. you're trying to get through it there. We got yeah. a little... Um, Little uh, method champagne. No, what do we got? Yeah. Little uh, yeah, method champagne. Oh, we do the Malone de Bourgogne. Yep. This will be fun because this is uh, mm -hmm. each one of these, even though their bubbles are a little mm -hmm. bit off the beaten path, which I love. Yeah, and uh, I did that the wrong way. Just failed my psalm exam. Yeah. Did you almost didn't didn't we have a podcast once where the cork almost took your face off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that? That was fun. Yeah. Do you remember that one time we did a podcast and you almost died? You remember? Where... <laughs> you, do you remember that one time in band camp? Yeah. Oh, there we go. So. Uh, oh, this is going to go horribly yeah, wrong. Yeah, this is, this is uh, what opening a bottle should sound like. Oh, please, please. Oh. Yeah. So the way you tilt the cork and the speed at which you take the cork out. Shouldn't make a noise. Mm -mm. Nope. Awesome. That was actually too much. Yeah. Um, part of it is if uh, when you're, so you've got the bottle tilted kind of at a 45 degree angle and you're taking the cork out, you don't want to lift up on the cork because then the opening is on the bottom. When right. You're taking the cork out, okay. which the pressure then just sucks the air as well as the liquid out. And that's why it spills and foams all over the place. You have to tilt it back. So the, the top of, of the uh, the opening of the bottle uh, is the one that's letting the air out. Oh, really? So you want the cork coming out of the top, not the bottom? Yeah. See, I, that's I just learned mm -hmm. something new today. Mm -hmm. Thanks for yeah. thanks for being there. Yeah. Well, you know, we should. I'm here uh, all week. We should so. uh, we should saber a one in here sometime. Oh yeah, That'd be great. We'll just saber it right at Brian. Yeah. Have, have you seen some of the shows where they've uh, some of these um, not shows, some of the Instagram and Facebook posts where. They're, they'll save over with really stupid stuff like a shoe or a, <laughs> no, I mean, I it's just someone's savers are just really silly things. Have you seen that, Brian? Just I'm thinking to myself, why? Ooh. So I uh, okay, I kind of I chose these. So if they if they suck, this does only reflect upon both of us. But uh, in for a penny, in for a pound with me. That's yeah. what I always say. I've heard uh, you. Say, I heard you say that three times today. Yes. I don't, never knew one time what it meant, nor do I know what it means yeah. now. Yeah. But I did hear it three times. Well, let's get down to brass tacks then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to speak in euphemism. I and, like it. And, Ooh, uh, this is really ready. Not euphemism. Um, uh, idiom. So. Idiom. Well, big on the idiom yeah. over yeah. here. In my, this guy's yeah. a big in idiom. My, in my own particular idiom. <laughs> Very good, Patsy. So what do uh, what do we got going on? So Malone de Bourguignon or Bourgogne, sorry, Bourguignon. That's like beef Bourguignon, but uh, this is the grape that ends up in Muscadet. It looks like Muscadet. Uh, if you ever see that on a bottle, it's going to be one of the wines that goes phenomenal with shellfish, seafood. Uh, it's right where the Loire Valley, the Loire River in France, dumps into the Atlantic Ocean. So just think halfway up the western coast of, uh, of France. That's where this wine's made. And you can really smell the salinity in there. And That's really good. Yeah. Oh, ready. 
Yeah, very bready because it's been aged on the leaves for a while. Yeah. The leaves are the dead yeast cells. So. Um, L-E-E-S. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. This is Bruce Lee's. Yes, Sir Lee's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bruce Lee's family. Yeah, and you don't get a ton of bubbles that come out of this area. There are a decent amount that are made, but I mean, they just don't get exported to the U.S. And if they do, who buys them? Only your friendly neighborhood wine merchant. That's about it. Um, yeah. You know, because you're not going to go to a grocery store. You're not going to go to, you know, one of those big box places and walk in. And it's like, oh, I'm going to buy this bottle that I can't read anything on because it's got a champagne cork. You know, you're just not. Um, so it kind of relies on, you know, people like us to say, hey, this is cool. Hey, this is 20 bucks. Try this instead. Yeah, not, this is really nice. Yeah, not to discourage anyone from spending large amounts of money in our fine establishment. For twenty dollars, yeah, and uh, champagne method. So we want to talk a little bit about that, probably the different types of yeah. methods. So this is what second fermentation basically right. is what the method yeah. is. So with regular wine, they you know, they ferment. So yeast plus uh, sugar equals alcohol and heat. Wonderful, wonderful chemical equation. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they ferment it, ferment the juice completely dry, so there is no sugar left. Then they put it into bottle along with what they call their dosage, or the dosage. And you put a little bit of yeast and a little bit of sugar in there. And that is to decide basically how sweet something's gonna be, but also to start that secondary fermentation in the bottle. So all those pictures that we all have in our mind of champagne caves, where you've got all those bottles upside down in there and people are turning them. Riddling. Riddling, yeah, they're doing that because the yeast cells are dying. and letting them settle down into the neck. Now that breadiness that you get out of a lot of champagnes or anything that's aged surly, S-U-R space L-I-E, you'll see that on bottles a lot. That's the texture from the dead yeast cells. It's basically getting bready on it and um, kind of a, a little, little heftier mouthfeel. And then after uh, all the leaves have settled, they freeze it. They freeze the neck of the bottle and pop the cap off of it. When they pop the cap off, it explodes and blows the yeast out, and then they- A little bottle cap, right? Yeah. Just a little bottle cap yeah. on it? Yeah, and then they put in the, uh, um, uh, or that's called the degorgement. <laughs> yep, and you got the secondary fermentation there, and Cajun cork it, off you go. Put a little sugar in there sometimes, mm -hmm. a little sugar water. Sometimes. Well, not sugar water, it's sugar in the, in yeah. the, the bubbles. Yeah, right? just to, uh, up the sweetness level to decide it. Mm -hmm. And that's one method of making bubbles. Mm -hmm. Yep, not the oldest, but probably the most famous. Mm -hmm. The oldest we're going to have, I think we're going to talk about. We're going to have two yeah. examples of that tonight. Cool. But this is uh, what you'd see in Cremant, or sorry, Cremant. Uh, the uh, bubbles from uh, different areas of France. And yeah, different grapes than than champagne but the same style so cremant would be anything outside of the champagne region anything correct? outside within certain designated areas gotcha. so they have aocs which are specific regions kind of like a dartboard um, where they can put that on their bottle so cremant loire or cremant uh, uh, bordeaux or limo or you know things like jura they'll do it as well there's seven in uh, in France, and then one, I believe, in Luxembourg, 
that, that can call itself criminal. But. So, Loire Valley, um, known for Shannon as well, right? And Cab Franc. And Cab Franc, but mm-hmm. do, um, they've got to make and some castles. And castles? Mm-hmm. Fairy tale castles. And burly men. Yeah. I, 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 made, I made that, I made yeah. that up. I'm sure there are. Um, but yeah. Shannon Blanc, they've do, got to do a bubble with that, right? Yeah. We actually had the That'd be Vouvray. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You know how I remember that? Tell me. Because Chenin Blanc begins with a C, ends with a C. Vouvray starts with a V and ends with a Y, but they kind of look the same. So in my head, I'm just like, Vouvray. Okay. V and V? Yeah, they look yeah. Yeah, the same at the end. So that's how I remember that. They those. look similar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and same with, um, let's see, uh, uh, Savonnier. That's an S and an S. So a white from there is... Uh, Chenin Blanc, so and Cabernet Franc, C and a C. Look at you! Yeah, look at you go with the <laughs> silly, yeah, things mm-hmm. and stuff. I know. No. It's it's hard being uh, this somewhat inept and competent at the same time. At the time. same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's worked for me yeah. for for fifty five years. <laughs> yeah, the smartest dumb man I know, mm-hmm. or the dumbest smart man. How's that go? I'm not sure. Yeah. Which way? I think they both work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do we like about this? I like the the saltiness of it. I just this is if I had oysters. Oh man. No, maybe some. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, shellfish. I think, and I think lobster would be pretty good with it. Yeah. Really? Um, you don't think the uh, lobster you normally see it with like a chardonnay or something that mm-hmm. has a little bit of uh, viscosity and mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, well, I think the texture of the leaves, yeah. like an aged version yeah. of this, you know, yeah. you know, heavily leaves aged. Um, what is it about bubbles that just seems like brie? Brie, yeah, there really you go. Good. What is it about bubbles that seem like they just go with everything though? Popcorn, chips, mm-hmm. well, chocolate, yeah. strawberries. Well, yeah, potato chips. Potato chips dreams. dipped in yeah. <laughs> Potato chips dipped in chocolate, chocolate. is yeah. that where you're going yeah. with that? Yeah. yeah. No, it's. I, I think something. There's something festive about it, even though it's not intended originally to be festive. Um, actually, it was an. <laughs> it was an accident. Um, we'll get into this next one, uh, that comes from the area where they first did sparkling wine. And you know, originally, you'd have bottles fermenting, and you know, as happens, mistakes happen. Things outside of your control because you don't know any different. Cool. Wine is fermenting, and then as the season changes, or they put it down in a cellar or in a cave, it gets cold, and the yeast stops eating. and basically goes dormant. But then as the spring rolls around, the temperatures come back up, uh, it starts fermenting again. And it was basically a war zone in some of those cellars. Yeah. You go down, and you'd never know which bottle was going to explode, because not all of them would, but glass wasn't strong enough at that time to, uh, to handle the pressure. And uh, suffice to say, I'm sure they uh, had to figure out, you know, a way to not have that happen. Uh, but it wasn't for a while. It was like another hundred years after, you know, this method was developed that they had bottles that were strong enough to, to do a secondary fermentation. Is that where Dom came in play? Uh, he capitalized off of it. Gotcha. Actually. Uh, Accidentally. It was, an, it was an Englishman. Gotcha. Came up with it. So, yeah, we'll get into that too. The English, uh, you know, I'm sure that they just love... You know, letting people know that if it wasn't for them, Dom Perignon would not be able would to. Would not be here. The French wouldn't yeah. have their bubbles. <laughs> other other thing, surprisingly, that uh, bubbles go well with is fried food. Oh yeah, 
right? Yeah, I mean, fish and chips. Uh, fish and chips. Uh, just don't put the malt vinegar on it. Yeah, yeah, just about anything fried. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's the um, fattiness. Lays. There you go. Oh, the fattiness oh, of the tops. fried food, I think, and the yeah. acid in the wine yeah. cuts through it really nicely. Yeah. Ooh, had I known that, man. My bachelor days would have been so different, man. We've just been sitting there with like, you know, French yeah, fries. Yeah, that'd and, be great in college. You're, yeah. you're eating fried food and yeah. drinking bubbles. And yeah. yeah, there's not, yeah. you're not going to get your ass kicked. McDonald's that, is you? missing something, man. Like, <laughs> you should just have little cans of Big bubbles bubbles? there to go out. You yeah. know, you have your bubbles and fries. So, you might be onto something. Yeah, yeah. We're going to need to cut that out because we want to explore that first. Let <laughs> me bleep that out, Brian. Yeah. Say, just trademark McBubbles. Yeah, McBubbles. <laughs> I like it. Then sell it to yeah. McDonald's for yeah. a McFortune. Yeah. <laughs> so pending. What, what would we like to move on to next? Is this a pet nat? Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Pet nat's last. Uh, but it is a... Uh, Method well, ancestral. Yeah, though. which those things can are sometimes used interchangeably. But uh, the thing about that method ancestral that I was talking about earlier, the first, you know, back in the early 1500s in so, uh, south of France close to the Pyrenees, where they first developed the style. They uh, um, they started it fermenting, the wine to ferment, and then uh, put it in the bottle for it to finish fermenting, and that's where the bubbles came from. The cool thing is, is it keeps some of the residual sugar in there, too, so you get you know kind of a tinge of sweetness on it. Um, this one's actually got a little more than a tinge. Uh, I always, I don't know, when wine people are like, oh, I'd... Yeah, who drinks sweet wine? I can't drink sweet wine. I'm like, well, you're a moron because there's <laughs> first off, to be clear. Yeah, let's let's just start here so we both know, you know, where we each stand on this. Uh, <laughs> I don't like sweet wine. Oh no, okay, fine, get out. And I think like people are just so so, you know, or all I drink is sweet wine. Jackassery about stuff like that. Yeah. It's you know, maybe it's just because I'm in the retail end and I just want to make sure I can sell to somebody. I mean, I'm not going to judge what you're drinking as long as you buy it from me. How about sulfites in wine? Well, that's, uh, oh, we yeah, that's a bigger... Do we want to go down that road? See, Probably see. not. That was a little more than a one-cheek sneak. I think it should have been. <laughs> you have one more opportunity to make me proud. Or to pass my psalm exam. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Yeah, if, if, if my psalm exam were going poorly and I knew that I was going to fail, maybe you'd just like shake it up and just spray it all over like you're in a 90s rap video. <laughs> or on spring break. All, all the crystal just going down. Yeah, it's just gone. Gone. Gone, baby, gone. Popping bottles. The booze is gone. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. It's almost got a little bit of a um, cherry note on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this would like be called a, Method Ancestral. Yeah, it's good. definitely got like a, a Bing cherry, almost like a, a tangy cherry nose to it. That's amazing. I haven't even tried it yet. Mm -hmm. Where's this one from? This is from Limoux, south, south central France. <laughs> so many jokes. Yeah. Les <laughs> That's what cows do in France. <laughs> Les <moo. laughs> Wow. It's good. I'll be here all night. Loink. Loink. Yeah. Loink. Oh, it's always fun. Uh, it reminds me of a story with my nieces. I have twin nieces. And when they were like three, three or four, we were playing a game where we were sitting at the table and we'd duck down underneath a, like a jacket. And then 
I'd say, okay, come up and do what a dog, you know, make a dog noise and go up and like, roof, 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 roof. And my sister and brother-in-law and my, my mom were sitting across the table and they're, oh, yeah, down. Okay, what is a, you know, a, a pig make? Oink, 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 and go down. And then at one point I came up and, and I go, okay, let's make the noise that mommy makes and come up and my nieces go, shh. <laughs> <laughs> the noise that mommy makes. That's, uh, that's hilarious. I was expecting something else. Go to your room or angry, angry. <laughs> or you'll never amount to anything. You know, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Stop crying. Yeah. Or I'll give you a reason to cry. Yeah. Get out. All of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Take your ball. Go home. So I like this one a lot. Mm -hmm. Sweet. It's um, definitely got you know yeah. almost like. Almost like a, maybe even a little bit of a sweet rhubarb thing going on the nose. Mm -hmm. What happened, Matt? What's that? What'd you do? Oh, the wire got caught under the table leg. Oh, don't it do that. It was pulling on my head. And, um, what do you get on the nose? Do you have the do you have the the uh, third one in your glass? Yes. I get. Don't you get like a almost like a candied cherry thing mm. going on or something? Maybe like, I don't know, like a crab apple. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Cranberry. Yeah. Yeah, there's something kind of dried. Almost, it's like a uh, Rayburn apple, maybe. That would be a very good. That that is and would be a very good dessert. Mm -hmm. well, uh, something bubbles to, yeah. to eat or drink with uh, mm -hmm. some type of a dessert. Yeah, if you had a, uh, um, like a pound cake or something like that. So. Lemon tart. Um, maybe a crawler. I think I was just muted. I think so. It's okay. I got had the sniffles over here a little bit. Just tearing up because of the wine. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. I put onions in did your you glass. Did you say creme brulee? Yes. You didn't, did you? I did not, but... I wasn't listening, so I, you could have said have. yes. Yeah. yeah, you could have said yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is tasty. What else do we know about this guy? Oh, and well, then Tush makes several different ones. They make a, you know, a brute. They make a, um, uh, a, yeah, a good story, Matt. Um, <laughs> Great story, Matt. Yeah, just, Let's start that over, shall we? Yeah, they make a rosé. Yeah. Um, actually, we've carried several of them in the store here. But uh, yeah, this region of France, um, while not the first AOC declared, um, they made bubbles you know, as we know them modern. You know, bubbles for the first time in 1531 around Carcassonne. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what the method is, the ancestor all that we, we, we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Ferment. Um, before it's done fermenting, you put it in bottle, you cap it off, and you let it keep fermenting in the bottle. And that's where the pressure builds up for the bubbles, and that's why you get some residual sweetness left in there. No, yeah, because the... Um, the, another good story, Brian. The the uh, yeast and so on isn't allowed to um, get the uh, fully. Oh yeah, yeah to fully the, eat everything. Yeah, to fully mm -hmm. eat everything. That's where the sweetness is coming from, right? Yeah, so, it uh, reminds me of that uh, uh, that style of cider in England where they put the pectin gel over it. Yeah. And all you get is basically the flavor of an apple. You know that that just a little bit of sweetness in it. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the uh, first method, right? Is mm -hmm. that what you said? 
Yeah, the oldest method. The oldest method, yeah. This is the uh, bombs going off in the cellar yeah, method. Was, yeah, until the you know, industrial revolution, and they could start making glass stronger. And, yep. Uh, someone can, actually came up with making bubbles in kind of that champagne method before Dom Perignon. Who was that? Uh, uh, it was an English dude. Do you um, know who it is? Uh, where's that here? I think I wrote it down. Uh, Christopher Merritt. I think something like that. Yeah, six years before Dom Perignon, at when, least. When was Dom around? Uh, I'm guessing sixteen sixty eight, sixteen seventy. Yeah, I think that it sounds about right. Let's mm -hmm. look up, look it up, as I like to say on the Google mm -hmm. machine here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but again, this just goes to the point that if something's got bubbles, it's probably going to be tasty, as long as it's not four dollars for five gallons. <laughs> there's some really bad stuff out there. There's like some of that stuff that you get for New Year's Eve. I don't even know why you would waste the money on it because it just tastes like a hangover in the first sip. Like it just tastes awful. It's like you're drinking, you know, cleaning fluid. Like it's just terrible. And and you're supposed to be celebrating. I mean, why why the heck are you going to spend five dollars to feel awful the next day? Well, I think we did that. It was called the best of the worst. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't understand it. Cold I, duck, baby. Yeah. All you want. Yeah. <laughs> 1670 would yeah. be the time that he was doing the little winemaking hey, techniques. Look at this guy. Is that what you said? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> it's not really all that far from the truth, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. We were drinking a little whiskey at around 1 o'clock, I believe, mm -hmm. while we were watching the world implode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean. It's Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm sure, uh, boy, if everybody just had whiskey there, it would have been fine. That's how whiskey works, right? I mean, the more whiskey people drink, everything's fine. Yeah, the more, uh, the more, <laughs> the more logic, reasonable, the more reasonable and logical they get. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works, Matt. <laughs> people don't get more interesting the more they drink. Well, I think we should move on to the one I've kind of, all of them have been really wonderful, but the one I've really, the pet nap is what I'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to. Oh, and you're also kind of a burgundy person, too. Yeah, and that's what's going to be kind of fun and unique about this is that it's a Burgundian rosé, sparkling rosé, right? Mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, you don't get too much sparkling out of Burgundy, although that is an AOC. I mean, you can you can get the you know, get them out of there, and you can. But then again, too often, you know, you got to look at it from a financial standpoint. You know, why would you spend you know all the money cultivating you know Pinot Noir? In Burgundy, where you can sell well, it for right. that's great tons point. of money. Yep, that's a great point. Just to turn it into something that people may not want to buy as much of. Right, you can sell a bottle of um, this Gamay, this bubbly, for twenty-one, or you can turn it into a Morgon or something like that yeah. for forty, fifty bucks. Yeah. So I guess it's got to be some. Pa it's got to be a passion yeah. project. In yeah, my and opinion. especially in Beaujolais. I mean, yeah. Beaujolais. You know, it's. I don't know as if it gets a bad rap. I just don't think it gets a, a rap. Period yeah. anymore. Yeah. I feel like, especially around the U.S. And this is not Beaujolais Nouveau either. No, no. This is the. Uh, this is the. This is. Is this crew Beaujolais? Would they call no. it that or no? I don't believe so. I think it's grapes that would be, crew Beaujolais, had they not been put into bubble. Yeah. Let's see here. What? What? Look at that. That's good. It's very good. Mm -hmm. So they. Uh, this is Domaine Cote, Cote de Bern. 
Is that, am I saying that correctly? Well, it falls under a Vent uh, de France. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, 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 Domaine de la Côte de Berne. Yeah, it's yeah. elevated Beaujolais is yeah. what, they, what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> Beaujolais élevage. Not just nouveau. Yeah. It's old, though. It's not old. So this, this uh, winery dates back to the 1870s. Mm. Well, and again, this, you know, we talk about, you know, so many times we talk about bottle labels and marketing. And, um, you know, I'm just going to straight up say, other than a wine geek looking at that and seeing that it says bubbles from Burgundy made from Gamay uh, or Beaujolais, most people aren't going to buy this because you can't see that it's a rosé. You're not going to guess that it is. It's not a very... Um, you know, dynamic label. It's just interesting. Oh, I mean, these are the things I love getting into people's hands. Smells like tomato, yeah. tomato leaves. You get that at all? You know, when you when you grab mm. a tomato plant. Oh yeah, yeah. On the le the leaves, mm -hmm. you the smell oils your hand, the oils. That's what this smells like. In my humble opinion. Got a little bit of that kind of that sweetness that a tomato has when you cut a fresh tomato open. Mm. I'm gonna guess. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm gonna guess it's a little sweeter than that, right? What, what you don't like? No, I like. It just it it starts sweet and then finishes with this little tart kick. A little bit of acid oh, on man. it. Mm. Strawberries. Mm -hmm. Wild strawberries. Yeah, you know, take this to Easter. Take oh, this to man. Thanksgiving. All of your family that don't, or you know, the ones that don't think they like wine um yeah this will take this to january 6th 8 30. yes <laughs> this is what you do 2021 or, uh, yeah, i mean drink this for mlk day drink this for <laughs> <laughs> drink this for breakfast uh drink a bottle of this after you drop your kids off at school if they've gone back no you judging know, you've had them for nine months and it's time to to let them go so what is go home a, and keep drinking what's a pet nat that's not like a. Oh, yeah. That's not your aunt that you keep in the basement, right? No, no. Pet Nat. No. no. Or it's not someone named Nat. No. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Tell uh, me. Tell you. Tell me. It's a uh, um, method ancestral. So, you know, the single fermentation in there. Uh, generally speaking, uh, Pet Nat's got really only the sugar that's, you know, that's still in there. There's nothing added. Um, Normally, you find them with uh, kind of bottle caps on them, um, just as far as the pressure goes. You know, it's not going to build up enough pressure, you know, to, to pop off because they're not going to do a degorgement and, and anything like that. Um, yeah, you can make uh, you can make basically prosecco. You know, that way it's just not called prosecco. Um, what was it called? Caldold or Calel? The... Yeah, it's <laughs> cold. Cold something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can look that we up. We need to go to research. We got to go to the research yeah. department. Yeah. Caddy Wampus. I think <laughs> that's, that's an Italian word. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Or Caddy Wample. That's that's a good word too. It's uh, to travel purposefully to an as yet known destination. To an as yet unknown destination. I was reading about um, this in the ancestral. Is that you kind of. It's you don't know what you're gonna get because once you cap it, it's mm -hmm. done. I mean, yeah. there's no opening it back up and adding mm -hmm. anything. It's just kind of. Yeah. Sometimes it can be wildly different from one vintage to another because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. really normally non-vintage. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I saw it compared to is is beer, believe it or not. Oh really? You know, because the bubbles and the 
and uh, it's kind of like a if you like beer, you probably like would like pet nats. Yeah, I mean, one of the ones that you do see around a lot is a region. I think it's called Bougie, B-U-G-E-Y, um, in France that does a like a sparkling gamay that's just killer. Yeah, pet nat is. Um, it is compared to. I mean. Yeah, be careful how you're you know, yeah. You know, pet, <laughs> look, look, look. Be pet, careful what you're, you're um, googling. Pet nat, yeah. <laughs> it's more lightly frothy than uh, fully effervescent, so less bubbles as opposed to more. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's how my third grade teacher described to me. Less on her review. <laughs> Matt had. It was more frothy than bubbly. You know. Mm. More yeah. rabid than you know, you enjoyable. Just got, it just got. It has a little. <laughs> bit of um, residual sugar to it which I really really like I'm trying I'm mm. trying diligently here to find what the Italian oh col fondo is a pet nat version of a famous sparkling wine so mm. col and then fondo as in yeah. I'm fondo you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of this one is this one you guys took home yeah so you've had it yeah, it's it's good. Right. It's kind of a almost like a rhubarb finish too. A little bit of tartness, but mm -hmm. maybe a little chocolate with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get a little bit of uh, watermelon. Oh yeah, very nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right there. Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I heard it. Watermelon is what I heard, yeah. and I agree. Stuck a right. little bit of watermelon. Nice. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate you. Yeah. Is, is there any way we can cut that and make it into something fun for the opening? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I like that. Maybe yeah. I, maybe she's part of the uh, yeah. part of the intro now. I get a little mellow bit of watermelon. water. Yeah. I get a little bit of watermelon. <laughs> yeah. I get mellow. That's what it'll be. Right? I um I agree with you. That is that is really good. Mm. I will bet you that that is low in alcohol too. Like probably thirteen. Is it thirteen? No kidding. I think so. I was going to say like seven or eight. Let me see. Bottles across the room, ladies and gentlemen. And that's singular. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. You said thirteen. I did. You I did. most certainly did. Play the camera. I back. don't think that your <laughs> headphones are working. <laughs> I said. Eight, seven to eight, and you said I think it's thirteen. No, I didn't. Did two. <laughs> the camera doesn't lie. This bird has ceased even though this to is, be. <laughs> even though this isn't a camera, Brian, yeah. it's a mic. Recordings don't lie. Yeah, he's not recording though. We're gonna have to do this again. <laughs> I'm holding the, the wine up to the mic so everyone can smell it. Yeah. I'm gonna sneeze here. If you can't smell too. it, scratch your iPod. You put me on mute. <laughs> I'm good for now. See, the other one was 12, so. What's that one? The Moose Kid, or 12. the, uh, yeah, the, the Melon Bougainou. Bourgogne. I'll let you saying. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you got a sneeze coming on. All right, so let's, uh, let's yeah. kind of review Hopefully these Hopefully it's a good boys. one. I Just mean, the, you, uh, <gasps> yeah, you know, Corona. <laughs> I, uh, we, we definitely started dry. There's no doubt about that mm -hmm. with the, uh, with the organ bubbles, that was yeah. just like freaking bone dry compared yeah. to these other ones we've got. Mm -hmm. And then we finished with this. That is so good. Yeah. Again, just step outside and your comfort zone a little bit and just ask someone to recommend a bubbles to you because 
you know, everyone at, that works at any type of wine establishment, any establishment of repute, you'll be able to have someone recommend a bubble to you. And it's going to be different from every person, like just straight up, because there are different tastes and they're all such different flavors. I mean, they just vary so much. Um, yeah, I just, I wish more places would, uh, would carry an array of bubbles. Well, that's why you're never going to see this in a grocery store, in my opinion, because it would sit there forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, because who's going to buy something they don't, one, yeah. recognize? Yeah. Well, I go to grocery stores now, and they've reset some of them so much that, you know, here's my, you know, 40, 45, maybe, you know, 80 feet of wine, and like 15 feet of it are France, Italy, Spain, and maybe Australia. All combined, right? <laughs> All in that combined. 15 feet. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest yeah. is... Or it may say Latin, which is really interesting. It's like, oh, they're Latin wines. Latin and wines. Yeah. I oh. love me some Mexican wines, wines. even though they yeah, do make they Mexican do make wines. Them. Yeah. So, Latin-based wines. All right, Aaron, I need some more of that. Mm -hmm. I need some more of the third one, please. That's mm -hmm. so good. The third one? No, the fourth one. Oh, the fourth Sorry. one. And then maybe I'll go back to the third one. Yeah. Oh... Yeah, I'll have a little bit of the uh, the white label there. So, I'm just feeling... I, I love those ones with a little bit of sugar in them, but I don't know, lately, just too much sugar's been just off for me. Yeah. And for someone with a sweet tooth the size of a car tire, that's not a great thing. So A car just, tire's not a great thing, or a sweet tooth's sweet not tooth a great thing? Yeah, because I'm... You know, I don't know what it is. I've been been eating very, you know a lot of candy and stuff like that, and pie and whatever, and it just hasn't been sitting well with me. Have you had any candy in your pie? Yes, that's yeah. always good. Yeah. Candy pie? Yeah, I got pecan pie that I sprinkled uh, peanut butter uh, M and M's on top of. Oh, Ooh, like that, that actually sounds. Are you being serious? Because <laughs> yeah. I would say that doesn't sound <laughs> awful, especially if you cook it into the pie. Ooh, no, probably no. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Just little pockets of peanut butter well, you in put, color. Yeah, you put you put. Uh, yeah. um, M&M's into like brownies and so on. Mm -hmm. They make those little guys, those yeah. little, little dot size. Butter, but really. Maybe they do. Yeah. I feel like I should get one of those like turkey infuser things. You know, where they, you put the cloves in. Yeah, or, or yeah. Not, or yeah. Like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, Just get that and have it full of peanut butter and then you can just inject it into any pie. I think that's probably been done before, don't you? I don't know, man. I I'm think kind of a visionary. I know you are. <laughs> that's <laughs> meaning you see dead people. I, well, yes. Yeah. yeah. The one that my daughter told me that she really liked, and I don't think I've ever had, was the pretzel M&M's. Mm. Ever had those? Are they good? Yeah. She said they're yeah, real they're tasty. Because mm -hmm. you see those new, the fudge ones, where the little M&M guys dry. Trying, oh, to sho trying to shove the, uh, the, <laughs> the, fud, the brownie yeah. into the M&M. Yeah. Those are hilarious commercials. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> they're doing like the uh, awards, and they ate the guy that won, or the woman or whatever, <laughs> the one they awards. They flash over to her and they ate her. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what other? I mean, you're not going to be able to do that as humans. That would just be wrong. But if you're a piece of candy, well, maybe the state fair. <laughs> if you're walking around, the winner is Bessie. Oh, we ate Bessie. Yeah, what happened to the bell? <laughs> <laughs> you're just not going to see yeah. that on humans. Yeah. It's just not going to go yeah. over well. It's called a horror show. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where I went with there. I, I don't really. Where are we going? A rabbit hole. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. No, no, that wasn't a rabbit hole. You just ran up and over the hill to the other side. <laughs> Taking one for the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Where'd you go, Brian? I don't know. I don't know where I went, but it involved candy and little little M&M &M guys. And these mushrooms tasted great. And the mushrooms were amazing. Yeah. I can eat these, right? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. 
So do you have like a do you have a a favorite (laughs) memory or a a fond memory of uh, Christmas or New Year's this year? Anything? No, nothing. Getting getting some sleep and knowing I don't got to get up in the next next Next, day. Next day, that was it. That was it. No food, no fun food or anything. No, I mean I had uh, uh, popped open a 2008 Grandinet Bollinger and had it with sushi. Mm -hmm. Um, That was Christmas Eve, right? No, that was uh, New Year's Eve. Excuse me, New Year's Eve. Yeah, and then I just kind of crashed out. I didn't make it till midnight. I didn't even try. Um, well, that's the fun thing of one being old and two being where we live is that you can watch the ball drop at 11 and it's kind of midnight Yeah. because yeah. it's New York City mm-hmm. and then you go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Yeah. I don't think I've made it to New Year's Eve <laughs> for the last probably dinner, yeah. 10 or 15 yeah. years. My only Looks like you guys did, huh? Yes, bed, you did. So. No. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, I mean, did you guys just stick at home then too? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, kids were out. We did uh, New Year's next door dinner. Next oh, door, that's next right. door yeah, that yeah, was yeah. pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Home by 9, 30, mm-hmm. 9-ish. And uh, sleep by 11, 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year to me. Mm-hmm. We're party animals. Yeah, I, pre- yeah, I was... After that, uh, after that month, you know the Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm to, telling you, yeah, to Christmas the, was uh, brutal. So. Yeah. 24-hour days mm-hmm. in 12 hours. Yes, I think that, that works. That works. The math works there, doesn't it? Eventually. And now we're in, mm-hmm. now. You know, yeah. I always get a kick out of yeah. the fact that you work so hard, and now yeah. the boulders at the bottom of the hill yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Now we got to push it back up the hill, Matt. Well, that's that was a Paul McCartney song. Uh, I go back so far. I'm in front of me. So you got to. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hopefully this uh, vaccine can't come fast enough for me. Hmm. I don't know, man. We're making money. All right. Let I people need, stay home and drink. I need some more of the tartness. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Selfishly. <laughs> what else you want to talk about, man? I don't know. I had things. And, they, and, and they're just kind are of they, flitting are, are away. Are they gone? Yeah. All right. We could... We could wrap this podcast up too. So if you want. I think uh, I think there's a lot of mellow people out there that are just gonna kind of like us to finish off, and they'll just be chilling as they're hopefully not driving, and and just fall asleep to the dulcet tones of our voice, of your voice, our of your voice. Hmm. Good night, guys. <laughs> are right. you gonna eat that pickle? Are you gonna <laughs> eat that pickle? <laughs> What the hell is that? From? I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you gonna finish that pickle? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> you gonna eat those fries? <laughs> What's your bean situation? <laughs> How are you set for beans, everyone? <laughs> let's 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 start a bean conversation. Yeah. I mean, do you have enough black-eyed peas at home? Because if you don't, you should. Maybe some. Maybe some what? Oh, I was just gonna say some. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, you were going somewhere naughty, weren't you? No. I think it would have ended up there eventually. Yeah, eventually but, we would have gotten yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Probably would have had something about balls or something. No. No? No, that's not how we roll. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, Speaking it was, of things rolling, I need this. Not in season two. Cans. Yeah. 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 Cans are where we're going this year. Yeah. Open up a can of Well, I say we've had some bubbles. Mm-hmm. We've had some laughs. And this is very much like New Year's Eve. I'm drinking my bubbles and I'm getting uh, a little heavy eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Still have to figure out how to get home. I'm starting to cupid doll a little bit, you know, where your eyes <laughs> yeah. are. Oh, I don't want yeah, you falling yeah, asleep in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. 
All right, well, yeah. let's let's uh, call this a night. Okay, uh, had some fun bubbles here, mm-hmm. but some really fun bubbles. I mm-hmm. mean, mostly French and uh, not champagne. So that's, I mean, anyone can do champagne, right? Yeah. I like the way we, I like where we went with this. Champagne. Don't forget, we're going to do uh, champagne. Yeah, sure. Method champagne. Champagne. <laughs> yeah. Champagne tonight. Yeah. Champagne. We're going to still, uh, we're going to, um, we're gonna do that soda machine at some point here. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna bubble carbonate everything here. Yeah. We're gonna probably do that. See if we can make a, a good bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year. Welcome mm-hmm. to season two. We'll see you on the radio. Take care. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.